Yivamos, Perk Yir Aleph, Mishnah Vav, 11.6. Another Mishnah regarding mistaken identities, but here instead of having multiple children, we have a single child. We just don't know who his father is. So the case is, Mishlo Shahasa Achar Baala Shlosha Chadashim Venises. A woman who was married to Mr. A, and then he dies or divorces her, and then she's supposed to wait three months before getting involved with the new husband, Mr. B. But she doesn't wait that long. Instead, she marries uh, Mr. B within those three months. And then Vyelda, she has a child, let's say seven months after she first gets involved with Mr. B. So it'll come out then, we don't know who this child's father is. Maybe he is a full-term baby and the father is Mr. A. Or maybe he is a premature baby born in the seventh month and his father's Mr. B. Now, the Mishnah will now go on to discuss the ramifications regarding Yibam and Chalitza. But before we go there, I want to make sure that the, the basic principle of the Mishnah uh, is clear. So, the rule is that Yibam kicks in when two men share the same father, regardless of who their mothers are. So whether they're full brothers or half-brothers, through the father, there's a mitzvah of Yibam. And although the Torah prohibits one from marrying his brother's wife, even after his brother's death, in the scenario where Yibam is applicable, meaning they share a common father, and the one brother died without any children, so then the mitzvah of Yibam overrides that. However, the prohibition of marrying one's brother's wife also applies to one's half-brother if they share the same mother, even from different fathers. So that means... In a scenario where we don't know if this mystery child is the child of Mr. A or Mr. B, but there is a brother who's at least a half-brother from the same mother as mystery child, we'll call him Reuven. So since Reuven doesn't know if he is, he knows that he has the same mother as this fellow, uh, but maybe not the same father, we don't know if there's a mitzvah of Yibam, we do know there's an Isra of Isra of marrying your half brother's at least wife, and therefore you he wouldn't be Reuven wouldn't be able to do even he'd be forced to do chalitza. That's sort of the gist of the whole Mishnah. Okay, but now we're going to play it out those principles out in the Mishnah itself. So the Mishnah says, "Hayula banim minharishon ubanim minasheni." If we're in a situation where um, the the mother we'll call her Sarah, who's the father of who, excuse me, who's the mother, Reuven, if she has other children from Mr. A and Mr. B, we'll call that those children, you know, A1 and B1, okay? So A1 is A's child and B1 is B's child, okay? So these boys, A1 and B1, are at least half-brothers, but maybe full brothers with Reuven, because they for sure share the same mother. We just know if they share the same father. One of them does and one of them doesn't share the same father, because I don't know if Reuven's father is A or B. So the rule B, if Reuven dies, childless, and he has a wife, we'll call her Rachel, okay? So now, Rachel definitely has a Zika to somebody. She's a Yavama, but we don't know if the Yavam is A1 or if it's B1. It depends, it depends on whether Reuven's real father is Mr. A or Mr. B. And therefore, both A1 and B1 both will need to sever that potential Zika. And 
neither one will be allowed to do Yibum. Why? Because if, let's say, that Reuven really belongs to the A family, so then, of course, A1, his brother, um, his full brother, really, needs to do Yibum. But in that scenario, the other guy, B1, is Reuven's half-brother through their mother. They're the same mother with different fathers, which means that B1 has no mitzvah of Yibum, but he has the Isser of marrying his brother's wife, and therefore B1 certainly may not do Yibum because he can't sleep with that woman uh, because of the Safi Doraisa. And therefore, of course, the same could be said for A1 because maybe Reuven really is from the B family, and therefore since both, both A1 and B1 brothers may be forbidden to ever sleep with Rachel the widow, both can do Chalitza, but none, and must do Chalitza, but none can do Yibum. As the Mishnah says here, Cholzin, they both do Chalitza, below Miyabin, and neither does Yibum. V'chein, the same principle would apply the other direction. If A1 and B1, those two, um, at least half-brothers, have wives, and both A1 and B1 die, leaving them without any children, so that means that Mrs. A1 and Mrs. B1 both need to have Yibum or Chalitza, um, because both of them are widows, their husband didn't have a child, and there's a potential brother here, uh, Reuven. But since Reuven may be a full brother to A, or only a half-brother, since A1, I should have said, Reuven may be a full brother to A1, meaning they have, they're both their fathers as A, and both their mothers as uh, Sarah, but he may only be a half-brother, that they have the same mother, Sarah, but different fathers, because Reuben's father could be B, whereas A1's father is A. Therefore, it's a suffolk. Maybe it's a chiv of Yibum. Maybe it's just an iser and no chiv of Yibum. And therefore, Cholitz, Reuben will do chalitza with both of these two widows, A1's widow and B1's widow, below Yimiyabem, but he may not do Yibum with either one of them. Now, Hayul Achim min Arishin v'achem min Hasheni. Shalom osa'em. If there are other brothers, let's say, let's say that Mr. A had had a son from a different marriage prior to marrying Sarah. So then that means that this is perhaps a half-brother to Reuben, because they have the same father, uh, or maybe not at all. Maybe Reuben's mother is Sarah and father is Mr. B. And this other fellow, his you know, father is Mr. A, but the mother is some other random woman. In which case, there's no relationship whatsoever between the two of them. So we'll call that that guy, that brother, um, Ax, A-X, meaning his father is Mr. A, uh, and his mother is not Sarah. So Ax may have no relationship at all to Reuven, or they may be brothers through their common father. We don't know. And similarly, there's another, Mr. B had had a previous marriage, and with a woman and that child is born, we'll call him Bax, right, for BX. And Bax, again, same like X, maybe a half-brother with Reuven or maybe no relation at all because they have different fathers and different mothers. We don't know. So that being the case, so now, um, as far as Reuven goes, if let's say X had a wife and then she died and, excuse me, and he died and then he leaves no children, so this woman, Mrs. Axe, so she may, she 
and there's, there's no other brothers in the whole family tree except for potentially Reuven. Well, Reuven may be Axe's brother through their father, or maybe no relation at all. And therefore, the din will be that she, the widow of Axe, will need to have Yibmor um, Chalitza because it's a suffix. But Reuven is allowed to do either Cholitz Omiyabem, where Misha says Cholitz Omiyabem, he has his options. He can do either one. Why? Because either Axe and Reuven are really brothers through their father, in which case the mitzvah of Yibum applies, in which case there's no problem, of course, with Reuven doing Yibum with Mrs. Axe. On the other hand, if Reuven really belongs to the B family, his father's Mr. B, so then, again, Reuven's father is B and mother is Sarah, and Axe's father is A and mother is someone else, therefore, this widow of Axe, so she is actually no relation whatsoever. She has no relationship whatsoever to Reuven. And if there's no other brothers in the mix, so that means that actually she doesn't need to have Yibim or Chlitz at all. She's really already Pneulia Shuk. She, she has, there's no Mitzvah Yibim because there's no other brothers. That being the case, when Reuven elects to, I'll call it marry this woman, the widow of Axe, so either that's an act of Yibim, or it's just two unrelated people getting married. So it's permitted. So therefore he can do Yibam um, or Chalitza. He must at least do Chalitza because until he does Chalitza, there's a suffix on Mrs. X, and maybe she's still a Yavama, Shavaras Yavam, and therefore she needs at least Chalitza before she can marry anybody else. Vahem, on the other hand, what happens if Reuven dies, he leaves Mrs. Reuven now as a widow, and he had no children. So she now needs to have, um, she has a Zika, a Suffolk Zika, to both Axe and Bax, because we don't know who Reuven's real brother is. Maybe Axe, maybe Bax. So now what can happen is, Echad Cholitz Echad Meyavim, one has to do Chalitza, and then the other one has to do Yibum. Or may do Yibum, I should say. Why is it the case? Because once, let's say, Axe does Chalitza with Reuven's widow. So now, Mamanavshach. Either way, if Reuven really is a child of Mr. A, so then Axe is supposed to do Chalitza, and he did. So now his widow is free to marry anybody in the whole world. And this other guy, Bax, his father's Mr. B, and his mother's some other woman. Therefore, Bax has no relationship whatsoever with Reuven's widow. So you can marry her. She's pretty much shook, and he's the shook. Um, you know, they're going to get married. If, on the other hand, really, Reuven was a child of Mr. B, so then Edun Chalitza didn't do much, the widow of Reuven still needs to have Chalitza or Yibum done to her, and here comes Bax. He marries her, so that'll be an act of Yibum. So either way, it's no problem, as long as one of the guys, either Axe or Bax, first does Chalitza. Then the second one can do Yibum Maman of Shach, and that's the Mishnah says here, Echad Cholitz, one of them has to do Chalitza, and then the other one, Ve'echad Miyabem, the other one, if he wants to, can actually marry Reuven's widow.